morning and welcome to the VSA Morning Miner. It's Thursday the 10th of August and I'm joined by Paul Rankin. Paul, how are you today? I'm very well, thank you very well. Second straight day of very clear sunny skies. We're getting yep. spoiled. <laughs> yep, we might get a nice weekend as well. Um, okay, uh, quite a few Q2 um, well, financials if uh, it's TSX listed and operating results for UK listed companies. Shall we start with uh, Vanadium and Largo Resources? Yes, Largo being the Vanadium producer uh, from their a mine in Brazil uh, now for several years uh, with uh, results released. Come out with a net loss of $6 million for, for this uh, period of Q2 versus uh, net income of $18 million from a year ago. Uh, that works out to $0.09 cents a share. And the revenues came in at $53 million, which is uh, versus the $84.8 million uh, from a year ago. So revenues well down on the sharp uh, decrease in the vanadium price uh, uh, over the periods. Uh, therefore, the uh, uh, sales revenue and the margins are otherwise impacted, of course, because of the uh, uh, changes of the uh, of the prices which uh, on inputs would be necessarily up a little bit over the same period. Cash balance uh, at $64 million uh, leaves them a working capital surplus of $103 million, and debt at $65 million as they come out of uh, Q2 here. Production was at 6,339 tons, or, excuse me, 20. 2,639 tons uh, versus over 3,000 tons from a year ago. So, uh, again, the production uh, also showing a weakness in that regard as well. So, uh, we're hoping that uh, this hot commissioning of the Largo Clean Energy 6 megawatt uh, uh, vanadium uh, flow battery deployment uh, is... Uh, coming along and we'll see uh, for sure um, just how quickly they uh, get it declared as being uh, fully operational at this point. Yeah, that um, run up in the vanadium price, they sort of started in late last year um, in Q4 and um, peaked during the first quarter. So actually prices, although you're seeing quite significant um, reduction in revenues, it's really pricing back to where it was last summer. So they've benefited from a, a bit of a blip in pricing higher um, that's now now normalising, obviously notwithstanding those production changes. They do anticipate also that they'll have their Elmanite concentrate to plant uh, operational sometime during this current corner, so quarter. So with uh, that should give them uh, at least a, a, the beginning of some uh, additional co-product sales out of the operation. Cool. Okay. Uh, moving on, um, Atalaya, uh, the copper producer, listed in what in Spain, but listed in London. Uh, they've come up with interim and. Q2 numbers, Paul, what are the highlights there? Yep, copper production at 14,000 tons of metal, bringing the first half total to almost 26 and a half 
26,500 tons of copper metal. All in sustaining cost improved uh, due to the of falling electricity prices in Spain, such that the AISC came in at $2.89 per pound of copper. They are on track for the guidance for production of about 53, at least 53,000 ounces, 53,000 tons of copper, and they expect their uh, all in sustaining costs to come in around $3 or a little higher on a per pound basis. Interim dividend declan- declared of $0.05 cents a share, and they had a, a cash position at quarter end of just 69 uh, million euros. Yeah, that uh, run-up in European electricity prices had uh, impacted margins last year, so that's um, a positive tailwind particularly with lower copper prices now they didn't manage to benefit fully on margins last year with prices over ten thousand um but now they're getting um some some margin cushioning as a result of those lower prices um uh, another set of Q2s, this time from Lucara, who we spoke about recently on their revised capital um, assumptions for their Karoe expansion. Yes, that's right. The Q2 results released today, uh, just after yesterday, reporting that very large uh, stone d- discovery from the Karoe mine. Uh, revenue for this current quarter, $41 million dollars. Uh, that uh, came in operating cash costs below expectations for them, about $28 a ton processed. Uh, and uh, they because they had been expecting something above $32 at least on a per ton basis. Uh, they have stayed on plan as far as ore processed, uh, tons moved and that sort of thing. So that's very encouraging after the disappointment they came out with uh, some uh, weeks back now that... Uh, uh, they would have a, a increased uh, cost and a longer time uh, to for development completion on the Karoway Underground expansion, and uh, the, that increased capex that they had announced previously would come in overall at six hundred and eighty-three million dollars. So, well, I'm looking forward to seeing whether or not they can repeat this kind of performance here into this current quarter. Uh, in order to give investors some uh, confidence uh, to uh, give some share price support, I would say. Okay. Um, Anything else, Paul? Just real quickly, I want to mention that uh, not time to discuss them here, but uh, very good quarterly results came out from TSX-listed caliber uh, mining, and uh, we had a... um, guidance uh, cut uh, on or gold production from ore zone uh, uh, gold uh, as well so uh, direct investors to take a look at those announcements all right um we will be back tomorrow thanks for your thoughts paul very good thank you this podcast has been produced and edited by vsa capital it is intended for information purposes and not as investment advice The information is intended for recipients who understand the risks associated with equity investments in smaller companies. Please do your own research and do not rely on a single source when making an investment decision. VSA Capital may derive fees from this content and seeks to do business with the companies mentioned.